time is it girl it's time. girl time it's that also so snow time better than mine we Did can't talk about snow because what if what if this gets released in like may that's a we can't do this <laughs> okay people the people need to know that i have snow energy right now and i don't know what that's gonna do to me but snow energy i'm sorry we can we can <laughs> talk about this song well my name is maggie <laughs> i'm Haley. I'm Ashton. You always say it like a question. <laughs> no, no it's <laughs> I say everything. Listen, I hate saying my own name. I don't think I execute it well ever. <laughs> I I understand. I I can't like <laughs> criticize you. I just think it's. I think you definitely could be more confident about it. Like okay. I think you know it. Do you, do you okay, but me? that is. Do that is to... just how we all talk. Like. I know. I'm trying to be more assertive. I don't Do talk to, well. Would you like me to say my name again? No. Okay. The moment's passed. Are you going to leave this bit? We gotta. Oh, Peter no. asked me, is the podcast just you and your friends talking and saying everything like questions like you do? No! And out no. I'm like, no, Peter! <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got us. He did. <laughs> well, now we have to play it up. I we can try no, I'm to trying, play it down. I'm really trying to work on it. I don't. I am like also being trying to work on it. No, I yeah. I just really want it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about "Stuck." It is the song that we first heard in the episode "Big Time Terror," um, <gasps> and it was featured in "Big Time Dance" uh, at the end, where they sing it at the school dance, and that was in June 2010. It wasn't actually like released on the actual BTR CD. It's on it's a bonus track on the iTunes version and the UK C D version, I believe. Oh god, I ended that in a big question. <laughs> it's a bonus track. It's a bonus track on the BTR C D UK version. I know this. I have the C D. I don't need to say that like a question. Can we name this episode <laughs> this song's for you stuck? What? what? Can we isn't that how we name the song episodes? Duck? I said, no, stuck. Oh. With a question mark. <laughs> I thought you said duck. No. Why we would I say We could name duck? it that. I don't know. I want it to be duck, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to only ask questions, so it's okay for me to do the question voice. Why? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to say another... Well, okay, it's mostly a statement, but I don't know how to say the guy's last name, so it's going to sound a little bit like a question, because um, <laughs> it was written by the exact same crew as Shot in the Dark, so that's Emmanuel Kiriakou. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, Jess mm-hmm. Cates, David Hodges, and Lindy Robbins, and it was produced by Emmanuel K. Okay. <laughs> Who wrote it, though, Kiriakou. in the context of the show? Because its first appearance is them playing it at at a bonfire at the amazing Palmwoods pool, and I, just, I hate that. I don't know <laughs> if they would have done that with a song that like Gustavo wrote for them because 
that's like a work thing and you they're just they're hanging out and having a good time so i do you think they wrote it in the show i think they no they would have talked about it no 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 because when we get to big time songwriters they're so excited they want to write a song so bad because they've never done it yeah so the characters have never written a song except the turd song (laughs) (laughs) they did such a good job though with the turd song it's and and they wrote shot in the dark they did kind of write shot in the dark as well but i think we have to accept that goose in the btr universe gustavo rock wrote stuck i don't think there's like another option there unless he like hired someone else to write it but but either way the boys did not they're not that good at writing music i don't (laughs) know no oh yeah it was pretty good actually i love oh yeah anyway we're not talking about that we're talking about i do i do love this song also for the record uh, Toonbat was trying to tell me this thing was in A flat major. I had the same experience. There. And I was like, Toonbat, no. No, Toonbat. Toon get out of here. I just picture like a bat and then it's got like an eighth note tattooed on its thorax. Do they have thoraxes? The tattoo anyway. inside my thorax and baby, you know it's obvious. <laughs> um, there is one random music video for Stuck. It was like a, some copy that someone had uploaded, but they had transposed it up a half step, so it was an E, and it made me so upset, and I also had like a big existential moment, because I'm like, is it an E? Like, I knew it wasn't, but I got really afraid that like my ears are like gone, but I think we're good. Um, yeah, it is an E-flat which is the most abundant key so far for BTR because it was also used in Halfway There. It That was the only other time it was used, but I'm sure <laughs> we'll see it again. Um, and I, I like... Oh, I you, am, say, you say more music stuff. You're going to sound smart. No, I just have a BPM of 90, but I also got that from Toonbat, so who knows if it's right. I can say with certainty also that the chord progression is one five six four, because um, that's I I have to guess I didn't actually like count, but I think it's like sixty five percent of all big time rush songs have that same chord progression like in different keys. But um, I had like a day of that the other day, <laughs> so I'm sure uh, that will come back up. I will not stop like being upset about that for a while so it's <laughs> fine finally wrote them a pop song with the pop song chords officially i know it took them a while yeah mm-hmm. but then they really liked it so they stuck with it nice. so the overall theme of the song is this person really likes this girl and wants to let her know how they feel but their words keep getting stuck and they can never find the right words to express that and they're kind of like, hey, please wait for me. I promise I'm going to get there. I do want to eat out how I feel, so I'm going to keep trying. But, like, I'm, I I can't do it yet is basically what they're saying. Yeah, it definitely falls into the um, you're beautiful category. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was wondering how you guys read it because I feel like you could read it in two different ways, whether they're dating yet or not. Because if they're not dating yet, then it's like, hey, I want to tell you that I want to date you. But if they are dating, then it's like, hey, I do want to like express my feelings more and like tell you more good things about yourself, which I like that reading better because Carlos has the line, I would scream to the world, they would see you're my girl. And it's way less creepy if 
they're already dating because if they're not mm-hmm. then I don't love that so I'm gonna go with they're dating and they're just trying he's just trying to figure it out I thought they were in like a Kendall Joe situation where they're kind of dating but and like Kendall can't exp- <laughs> I actually thought about them specifically because I'm like yeah, yeah Kendall probably yeah. can't communicate his feelings it's I'm really torn on that as a character because on the one hand like we talked about how he expresses things more through gestures and then Joe wants to like actually talk about it and that's where miscommunication comes in but Kendall's right. also the most upfront of all the boys and he'll say what he's thinking so I right, am so trying to figure out that balance yeah hmm. like I just um, watched Big Time Sparks because we're recording that on the same day and wow that was very interrogative um, right but he could he couldn't even express to joe in that episode that he he was not ending up in compromising positions with jordan sparks um, we are about to I'm get gonna end up real writing deep the, into this <laughs> yeah anyway okay i'll talk about it later it's fine mm-hmm. yeah um, but the theme of this song is also very similar to Paralyzed, which yeah. comes in at the end of season two, which is like, hey, whenever I try to talk to you, I get paralyzed and like can't talk because you're really cool. Um, and also Bite My Tongue by Logan Henderson. Which <laughs> I I've knew been you were going to bring lot. this up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it that much, but it's the same thing. It's like I instead of making you blush, I bite my tongue and it's. You know, he wants to say all these words, but I think it works out for him in the song because then he says, but I love that it hurts when you bite my tongue. So I think they at least get to like make out. (laughs) So it seems to be going okay, even though he like can't tell her cool things. Good for him. I mean, I think that it makes sense that there would be a lot of boy band. I mean, Logan Henderson as a solo artist is boy band adjacent. I'm going to lump him in there. So... It makes sense that boy band songs would really lean into the whole idea of you are very wanted, but it's hard for me to express it because it's easy for teenage girls to project onto that and say, oh, I'm Mm -hmm. currently, you know, I'm single right now. And it's because I'm just so amazing that it's hard for the boy to come and talk to me. And that boy that I really like, he probably is feeling this right now. So I can think of him when I listen to the song. Or even, I can project onto this, I'm feeling nervous, I don't know how to say how I'm feeling, I'm really relating to it. So it works both ways. That yeah, was that definitely makes sense. <laughs> um, one, A couple of things I think are fun about Logan's uh, solo adaptation of this theme is that now that he's uh, not part of Nickelodeon, he can Hey, can we pause for lyrics. a second because my grandma's yeah. calling me? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> she never calls me. Let me just see if this is important. like to advertise on from rushers with love please reach out at from rushers with love at gmail.com thank you all right we're good did she call to see if you were okay in the blizzard? Because ah, yes. my grandma does that all the time. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, she let me know that okay. she's all bundled up. Oh, that's very cute. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what um, were we talking about? 
Oh, I, I just had a couple. Of, um, yeah, so in Logan Henderson's solo version of this kind of theme in Bite My Tongue, he gets to do some more fun things because he's not part of Nickelodeon anymore. So he gets to use the lyric, I'm fucking awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and then also he gets to like make it about slightly kinky sex, probably. So that's kind of like a running theme. So... Like, good for him now that he can, if that's what he wants to do, like, now he's free to do it, so. So, what if Haley's grandma had, like, a sixth sense for swearing and could tell what you were about to say and was like, nope. (laughs) She doesn't have a direct line to Logan, so this is the closest. Are you suggesting that if she did have his phone number, she would shut him down personally? (laughs) Yes. Yes. She every time one of my cousins gets a tattoo, she says, "Well, you're out of the will now." <laughs> Wild timing! I literally just got an email about my next tattoo appointment, nice. so I'm out of her will. I don't think that she's actually going to follow through with it, but if she does, I'm getting a lot of the inheritance. Nice. nice. I'm afraid of needles. All right, I have another thought about the theme of stuck. If you guys are ready for it, please. Absolutely. I think it's a prequel to Shot in the Dark. Hmm. Because in Shot in the Dark, they didn't say the stuff they needed to in the relationship. Um, presumably, the relationship ends, and then they realize they want to make up for it, and they're, like, ready to say these things. They say, I don't want to pay for things unspoken. And the unspoken things are when they got stuck. Because hey. um, I also has a lyric, like, I gave you everything, but it was everything but me. Didn't open up and, like, share their feelings. And then in Stuck, it says, if you've got the time, just stick around and you'll realize that it's worth every minute that it takes. Just wait and see. So they're... They weren't ready to wait. Is the other person was like, "Hey, no, I need someone who can like move forward with this and be open about their feelings," because the whole theme of Shot in the Dark is I don't want to waste another moment. Right. So they're ready to actually like jump in and stop waiting and stop wasting time. Huh. That was I my love big. That, that was Why my big take. Were neither of these on the album? If they've got right, I mean, like, yeah, they they have a cohesive narrative. I would like right. jump on that. Big Time Rush doesn't ever have cohesive narratives in songs, ever. <laughs> oh, they're about to. We're about to unlock all of their cohesive narratives. I'm so excited. Are we really? We'll, we'll make it happen. Speaking of um, cohesion, the I was typing up some of the lyrics to make some commentary on it, and I got distracted because when I was typing up the whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, um, it's the exact same number of O's as... The oh 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 oh. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. I was like, "Wow, what an inferior selection of O's." Not that Logan have his O's. He needs something. <laughs> he can you have can't take them, them away just... from him. No, I want him to have them. I think he should have them, but they're just not as good as the previous O's. That's yeah. fair. I mean, they started strong with the O's. I, yeah, they... I think it's all downhill from there. Mm-hmm really the pinnacle carlos and james's voices are so different from each other that oh yeah whenever it switches (laughs) between them it was so genuinely jarring (laughs) Mm -hmm. logan sounded like super normal in this one too and i mean that in the most loving way possible (laughs) he sounded so normal and he sounded really good guys this was a really good logan week for me okay (laughs) he's so cute in this music video i'm not at the music video yet um (laughs) do you guys want to guess at the stats of who sang the most 
It's either James or Logan. It actually was... James starts it, so... Right. I think I want to say him. Okay, it was James, and I was so mad about it because he only beats Logan out by 2%. So James (laughs) had like 44%, and Logan had like 42%. But it also I could also pretend it's my human error and maybe Logan like did tie or win. Um, and then Carlos got 14 percent. And you know how much Kendall got? Zero. He got zero. <laughs> you never hear the man sing. <laughs> this is the least Kendall. I'm sure he's <laughs> harmonizing. But this is the absence of Kendall was like wild once I realized it. Yeah. So funny. He's just been so present this whole time, and now he's just, like, gone. Yeah, there were a couple times where I thought that Logan was Kendall, because I was like, they wouldn't just not have Kendall. Right, and Logan sounded super normal, and Kendall's, like, the most normal-voiced guy. (laughs) (laughs) And also, in the canon of the show, it's weird that Gustavo would let there be a song where the one guy he won in the band doesn't sing lead at all. Maybe That's Kendall was sick, and he's just like, we got to get this done. Without Kendall? They wrote it without <laughs> Kendall. <laughs> I don't, again, Kendall and James wrote Shot in the Dark without Carlos and Logan, so I don't know, man. But they let them sing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so heated about this. <laughs> I don't think right now that they are capable of writing it. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, another thing I noted about this song is that during the chorus, it has that same like silvery sounds that I've talked about that we get with other big time rush songs on the BTR album so far we've only heard it on halfway there I think and like a little bit in shot in the dark but that's a vibe that doesn't really carry on to like any of their other albums so I guess it fits in sonically that way I really love the guitar on the bridge oh yeah it's like I couldn't think of a word for it it's not twangy it's a little bit twangy but I can I can hear you talking with my real life ears, but I can't hear you talking through the computer. Yikes. Um it's fine. I didn't say anything oh, there you important go. Okay. anyway. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, the uh, they definitely is- use a lot of like acoustic instruments in this, like more than normal, because they have like guitar mm-hmm. and piano and it sounds like real drums. I don't know much about drums though. I think that's why they do the video in the like the music video is sets place is set place. I think that's why the music video is set in the recording studio, just to give it that like kind of raw vibe. Yeah, because no, I literally wrote they really song. try to lean into the vibe because um, it's like an intimate setting, and Kendall's mm-hmm. playing guitar. This is the first time I think we see him playing guitar, and it's yeah, probably supposed to be Kendall Schmidt. I don't think this is like the show boys. It's but, yeah, hard to like tell a- which music video is supposed to be the show boys and which ones are supposed to be the real boys. I know. It's where they converge the most. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of the music video and the boys playing instruments, how many of them drummed in this video? Cause Zero. I know. <laughs> James just carries them. around the drumsticks <laughs> and sit at the drums. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Carlos sitting at them at the beginning, too? Because... Yeah, he was just spinning around the drumstick, though. He wasn't actually drumming. Classic Carlos. So the premise of the music video is that they're in a recording studio, kind of like in Famous. There's another one that they did in a recording studio, right? Halfway There, I think, had part of it Mm -hmm. in a recording studio. Um, 
usually they're all but in front this- of mics, but this time they just there's no mics. They just get to wander around no, there's a and do whatever mic. they want. It seems like isn't there a big mic at the front that they deliberately avoid? <laughs> James yeah. as, gets it for the bridge, and then it's gone again. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know in the other music videos where they're in recording studios, it looks more like the set. This one looks just like a big empty room. Like the back kind of fades into darkness and it's kind of scary. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where that was. Um, The lighting in this music video was kind of interesting because it's not... My mind wants to say sepia toned. It's not. It's just like definitely has some sort of filter on it. And mm-hmm. uh, with James and Kendall, the light reflects off their hair like really specifically. Like there's a direct spot yeah. of glare on their like shiny hair. Uh, Logan's like kind of glowing the whole time and he looks amazing. <laughs> and I think the reason Carlos doesn't get that effect as much is because Logan's like super pale and is also wearing black. So mm-hmm. you get all the contrast. And then Carlos is like more like there's a lot less contrast um but yeah good logan week guys he looks and sounds really good in this one i think part of the lighting situation is that they're a little more backlit than you'd be used to so it's not like it doesn't look like the spotlights start like the spotlights are not where the camera is the spotlights are above them and maybe a little behind them and so they get a little more shadowed on the front and there's a fill light where the camera is Okay. Which isn't necessarily what you would expect. Um, I really like the effect, though. It. it looks yeah. really good. It mm-hmm. was very well done. Um, but the risk that you run with that is that their faces would kind of be shadowed. And they did a really good job of balancing the light so that it, they're not. <laughs> good for them. And, I mean, there's also, you can kind of see lamps throughout the music video. And I think that's part of where the lighting comes in. You know, <laughs> so I was only like thinking about Logan's lights. desk lamps, right? You know that's the only thing I know, I'm thinking about. And I'm really okay. mad that they're actually effective. <laughs> well, there's only there's only like one or two lamps in the studio. I don't think they're actually giving off that much light. Logan just tried to be helpful. <laughs> um But I so like it. It's very were, soft. I had two favorite parts of this video. And the first one was when I forgot where it fell, but James collapsed i think like twice at a time when there is no audible clapping yeah and then good kendall is like minding playing the guitar the whole time um i'm sure he can like actually play this like it doesn't i don't play guitar but it doesn't seem like a super hard guitar part so kendall actual schmidt could probably play it but he's not for the purposes of this video because it's so staged but i'm sorry a- i'm very into kendall and- actual schmidt right. <laughs> there's a point and it's- kendall fraser schmidt <laughs> yeah there's a point um in the bridge when he's about to mime playing and then he realizes that it's an electric guitar not an acoustic guitar which is what he's holding <laughs> and he stops <laughs> it's so good there's was... a couple parts where he's in the background and like it looks like he doesn't really know what's happening for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean Which like is in his ideal vibe. In his defense, there is a, like Logan is taking a solo and James just climbs on top of a box. <laughs> that one killed me. And he's like carrying drumsticks. Mm-hmm. He's climbing away from the drums. I, I, I don't he was gonna go drop. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no. The closest he gets is that he like twirls the drumstick and then like tosses it to the other. He tosses it off camera somewhere. I don't know where it went. Right. Which I don't know, man. It's fun because there is a behind the scenes video where Ooh. we do see James, not from this video, but no. like from the show. I think it was a promo before the show aired on Nickelodeon where oh. we watched this, you and I did, where like they're like, oh, check out the set. Let us show you a little oh, bit about it. I'm and so James's familiar intro, with this video. James's intro is him sitting at a drum set and just totally riffing it on the drums for like two seconds. It's not super <laughs> impressive or anything, but he can at, at least at a basic level play drums. He, he can He's passable at playing the drums. Did he also go over to the piano and start playing the piano, or am I imagining that? Uh, or is I don't it just? Remember. I don't think he actually plays it, but I think no. he sits at it to like show <laughs> that he could if he right. wanted to. I know that he can in real life. Right. I don't believe James Diamond can. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my Sims universe, he has to because it's the only instrument left. Um, so in Sims Three, they don't. If you get a couple of the expansion packs, you can have a band. So obviously, I made Big Time Rush. But there's you no singing. To. Right. The singing skill doesn't apply to the band. So you can only have guitar, bass, drums, and then like piano, keyboard. So obviously, Kendall's the guitar player. Carlos has the vibes of a drummer. So I put him there. Like Carlos Garcia. I don't really know about the guy. The guy <laughs> plays ukulele. I don't know. Uh, I put... My favorite members of Big Time Rush are Kendall Actual Schmidt and the guy. Um, are we oh. allowed to put that on a t-shirt? Kendall Actual Schmidt <laughs> and the guy. That's what that's what Heffron Drive is. <laughs> that's the other name. Sorry, I'm just gonna finish the Sims thing real quick. Um, yes, please. This- it's a stand-up bass. Like, there's no regular bass option, so I couldn't see James Diamond's handling one of those, so I put him on keyboard because, like, I've seen James Maslow play the keyboard. So that left Logan for the big stand-up bass, and I uh, created, like, a little backstory for him so it made sense. Um, <laughs> it would be interesting if we knew more about, like, I don't know, the boys' financial situations growing up. That sounds weird to say. Oh, about their socioeconomic yeah. backgrounds? Yes, exactly. I wanted to say that, like... Logan has poor vibes. That's not none of this is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So okay. I feel like Let's... Logan has definitely had like less money. Right. I mean we have to look at it from the other direction. Like if you look at all of their backgrounds that we learn, like we learn eventually that James's family very well off and well, Kendall's family definitely middle class. I mean they they have that pretty decent house. Even though she's right. a single mom raising two kids and apparently waitressing. She's a waitress. Yeah. Carlos's dad is a cop, which is, you know, city salary. He gets, like, a pension and stuff, probably, right? Right. So probably pretty well off, at least. Comfortably well off. Um, but Logan, we don't really know. James is rich. Right, exactly. But we don't really know much about Logan. I mean, I'm totally forgetting what their mom's jobs are, which are all mentioned in the Mother's Day episode. Um... But like you were saying, his clothes are definitely the least, or definitely the, the, the worst, not worst, but like, they look kind of too big for him, not very stylish. Um, 
mean, he's definitely got some ratty clothes in yeah. the first few episodes. Especially in Minnesota. He, especially. But even when they get to... He just wears, like, these giant gray shirts that are too big on him sometimes. He has to roll up the sleeves so his hands <laughs> can come out of the sleeves. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, look at that. It's very cute, but... But that definitely is, like, you know, a, a poor kid who's getting hand-me-downs from his cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, that was my entire wardrobe growing up. So, like, that's how I think of Logan now, even though we don't really have anything to back it up except his bad wardrobe. But I just, I, that's how I decided to read it, I guess. So right, that's and I where mean, we were at. I think because we talked before about how, like, he wants to be a doctor, clearly, but he seems to like more the idea of being a doctor, and it seems more like, like, he, he doesn't seem like he's super interested in being a doctor to help people or to better society or, you know, some of those reasons that people try to be doctors, um, which... It's like, because he's the smart one, so right. he wants to be but a but you could also extrapolate, um, right, you could also extrapolate that, like, becoming a doctor is a surefire way to make sure that you have a lot of money, and if mm-hmm. you grow up in a situation where you don't have a lot of money um, and you want to be able to take care of your family, to take care of your mom, you're going to try to do something where you can make a lot. Um, and I think pretty early on we were talking about how he doesn't seem to actually be too smart, so maybe it's one of those where they were trying to, you know, if we say it enough, then it'll become true. Because, and so if we take all this together, none of this is really written in the show. This is reading between the lines in reading between the lines. Um, but, like, if you look at it as Logan is, he comes from a really poor family, um, but he loves them and wants to take care of them. So he decides, I want to be rich. I want to become a doctor. I bet um, he decides that when he's like six years old. He's like, well, I'm going to be a doctor and make a lot of money. And then exactly. I can buy you a new house, mom. Exactly. Well, and wait, then that's his. Legally uh, <laughs> blonde. Emmett Forrest shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it, anyway. also, it also makes sense that, like, he definitely is still clinging to this, like, I want to be a doctor because it's what I've always wanted, but he is willing to just throw it all the way to the side because he can be in a boy band, and it really is accomplishing the same goal. Um, but at this point, be- being a doctor has kind of become his thing, so he doesn't want to completely let go of it, but also, like, he's not making strides for becoming a doctor. Mm-hmm. But If he okay. really wanted to, he would be much more serious about it than he's just a pop group. Now I can't make fun of him for saying he's a genius and then being incredibly dumb anymore. Yeah. That's his specialty is making everything really sad. We do. I'm so sorry. And like, okay, I hate when people do that too. Like when they're like, oh, this fun kids show. What if it was really tragic instead? So I hate that I'm the one doing it. No, I wish we can still make fun of Logan because none of that's in the show, so it's Right, funny. this is just our, like... This is us being dramatic about it. And, and tr- this is us trying to bring substance to a show that was never meant to have substance? I think it came from... We're trying to figure out what everyone's, like, background is and really build up who these characters are and what it must have been like to bring them to this point. Right. And socioeconomic background's a big part of that. And then especially since because we get a better idea of, like, Joe's, um, like, mm-hmm. socioeconomic situation versus Kendall's and Kendall's interests and how those definitely don't seem to match up. They are definitely, mm-hmm. like, in different worlds in that sense. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the boys definitely aren't all in the same world. Like, espe- like we know James is so rich. Right. <laughs> He's so rich. Which is why he 
can have the time to think like yeah i just want to be famous because i'm pretty and i can get away with it yeah yeah which i mean that really like because he doesn't doesn't have have to to work for it he's never been taught that he has to work for it because that's never been something he would have to consider so my my theory is that when logan mitchell was like in middle school he wanted to play an instrument in school but like his family couldn't really afford to buy him or rent him an instrument and it was like a lot of the other instruments had already been taken because i don't know maybe he moved to the school i don't know when he they became friends Mm -hmm. it's fine that part's not important here um but for like big instruments like stand-up bass obviously the school's like gonna like lend those out to the students they're not going to make them buy one so Mm -hmm. they're like well you could you could play this if you want to be an orchestra and it was his only option so he said yes but he is a tiny middle schooler and was too he was like too small to work the bass but he figured it out but it's a very cute image um but now in my sims he's just like a guy playing a bass which is fine um they're doing well I don't are think they, they're not famous yet. They only have they, like two stars of fame. Are they almost close to halfway there? Um, I actually got a notification at one point because James, like, I don't know, got promoted. Like, he reached a landmark, and then it did say in the description that he's halfway there. And I almost like <laughs> yes. shut my laptop and walked away. But <laughs> it's fine. I'm proud of him. I think they're more than halfway there at this point. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. We'll keep you updated as they uh, as they succeed. Hopefully. How are your um, semi-spectral beetles doing? Oh, they're not like in my game. They're just a relic down <laughs> in my Sims Three Exchange account. I don't remember all the words. I could download them and check in, but I don't really <laughs> want. I don't care for them as much. I could make yeah. two members of Big Time Rush ghosts and then just like <laughs> see who actually dies first in real life. Oh god. I don't know. I mean, you could make the Jonas brothers and then the ghost is very obvious, but right. Right. This is not what this podcast is about. Well, it let's... is at this point. <laughs> uh, I just have a couple more things about the music video. Yeah. Um one thing I noticed, they almost tried to put a little bit of not plot in there but it looks kind of like kendall and logan are writing music because kendall's like fake playing the guitar and then logan's writing like on a notepad right next carlos to carlos was at one point too yeah so is it that they were writing stuck as we're like seeing it is that what it's implying maybe I they did it was, write it i thought they had... i read it as here we go <laughs> you go first I read it as they were trying to figure out some of the words that they could say, like writing things down instead of trying to say it out loud at first. Oh, whoa. Oh, that's so much better than mine. That's so good. (laughs) I didn't even connect it to the actual song. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're just like (laughs) guys singing in a room. And then the song was like completely separate. But that's extremely good. I thought they had the music down and then they were just like freestyling lyrics and they put Logan in charge of writing them. Love the idea that this is freestyled. It's I didn't improvise it. No, I uh, mean, no, either I way, like, the idea that they could just come up with this off the top of their heads. So, in this music video, one thing that they do is that usually when someone starts singing, like, solo, they kind of saunter up to the camera and look directly at it. But in a way that doesn't make me want to die like the Any Kind of Guy music video did. So, <laughs> they've improved there. 
But Definitely. did you guys notice the one time that Kendall actually like looks into the camera and like is singing? Did you notice he's not actually singing, but did you <laughs> It really got me. It's after James's bridge. You know how he gets like really quiet and seems like it's kind of fading out before it comes back. So mm-hmm. Logan's doing his really quiet oh uh ohs. Um, but then the camera spins around really fast to Kendall's face to get like a close up and he goes keep getting and then it just like it's very bring it back (laughs) it really got me he's not it's Logan's voice he's not singing during that part I can't even give that one to him they just I guess wanted to let him pretend they wanted to let him lip sync once he's allowed that's all I had to say I really enjoyed that it's revenge I, for the theme song where Logan lip syncs James's part. True. Like, Someone <laughs> needs to lip sync to me, to my words. That's not a thing you would say. That's not you a You can't voice. talk about that without me talking about how pink their lips are in that video. Uh, we can move past that. Cool. Um, James Diamond? No. I don't think it's James Diamond. I think in this video it is James Maslow because he does that like like airplane move that I've seen him yeah. do in concert videos where he just kind of spreads his arm out like sense. a line. You mean long arm James? Stop. <laughs> I wrote that down though. I wrote down long arm James. I was so excited about That's it. That's amazing. I just really like that, that seems to be one of James's favorite dance moves. I mean, it's kind of fun. I'm doing it right now at my desk. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. Oh, it's definitely fun. I just like knowing this about him. Okay, I have something to say if we're good. I'm so scared. Yeah. yeah. That sounded, no, sorry. It sounded really ominous. I just didn't want to like move on if we weren't ready to because <laughs> it's like a new topic. So Mm -hmm. they perform this song at a lot of concerts, and they do it acoustic a lot. And then Kendall will play guitar, and then usually Dustin, the other guy in Heffron Drive, will sit on the other side and also play guitar. There's one video. I'll link the video uh, under the episode. Um, Oh, so usually I go watch a lot of concert videos to see what kind of dance moves they're doing, because the dance moves fascinate me to no end but they're so fun since they always they always play this acoustic so they're always sitting on stools so the only time we see the dance moves for the song are in the episode and it keeps like cutting back to show the fabio plot Um, (laughs) so we don't get to see a lot of the dance which is disappointing because it looks kind of fun anyway um (laughs) in this video that i pulled up um the other guitarist wasn't dustin unfortunately but one thing they did either of you guys listen to acoustic versions no okay what they go really hard on the harmonies i'm guessing it's because Mm -hmm. they want to prove like hey guys yeah we really can sing we're not just like up there like doing dance moves and lip syncing i don't think Mm -hmm. they lip sync really ever um but i think they would always be on key if they lip synced yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um but personally a lot of the harmonies are really nice but it gets to be a little a little much sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish they would tone that down, but it's pretty. Uh, they get to do some more interesting melodic things with their solo verses. Um, in James's bridge, 
they harmonize these oohs behind it that I love. James kills it every time. I um, love harmonized oohs. Right. And then I did look out for what Kendall was doing because <laughs> you, I could actually physically see when he's singing. Um, so he does a lot of harmonies. The only time he gets to sing solo is the first, right before the bridge when he goes, but I just, yeah, right before the first mm-hmm. chorus. He gets one of those and that's it. Then he's just like supporting everyone else. But he's also playing guitar. So maybe that's that helps. And then I also got really emotional because I was, then I looked up some, this was like a studio acoustic thing. And I looked up mm-hmm. some videos of them actually doing it on stage, which like obviously aren't as high quality. And I found a bunch of videos from my first Big Time Rush concert in 2011. Uh, we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of that this summer. And it's, it's wild, a lot. the passage of time. Aww. I know. I keep forgetting like when it is. So I have to go like dig the t shirt out of my drawer and look at the back of it <laughs> and see what the date was. Yeah. So. I, I couldn't watch a lot of them. The stuck one was like fine. None of the videos are good quality. It was out it was outdoors. This was an outdoor mm-hmm. concert. But they did sing stuck. That's really cute. I don't know what to say after that. Like yeah. I don't have Yeah, sorry, I just talked a lot about like acoustic. <laughs> you can't no, think of I... what to say. <laughs> <laughs> the ac- I mean, I like the acoustic in theory. But I'm whenever I listen to him, I'm like, but I'm listening to Big Time Rush to get pumped, and this is not mm. doing it for me. That's fair. I really want to enjoy their slow songs. Right. Their acoustic stuff doesn't, like, get me emotional. Like, sometimes it sounds nice. But, like, I, I think the first time I saw their Worldwide 2020 video, I was, like, kind of emotional because, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, oh, that got cause, me. Because, you know. But then every, like, subsequent time I listen to it, I'm like, it's fine. I yeah. it's fine. It's an it's a fine song. They sing well. <laughs> Same with the beautiful Christmas video. Mm-hmm. It's all about the videos. It's all about the clips of Logan sitting in his kitchen yeah. with his giant dogs. That's what it's They're all about. Enormous. What kind of dogs are they? Uh he has some uh I oh god, I'm gonna say the wrong word. The word that's coming <laughs> to my mind is Dobermans, but that might not be true. No. I don't remember. I mean, those are just those are just pointy Rottweilers, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll I'll get back to you on that one. I can't. I follow the dude on Instagram, and I've never seen his dogs. What? You gotta watch Beautiful Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I'm recording a podcast. No, right but then you then you have to be right just... now. <laughs> I know. All right. I mean, that's pretty much all I had to say about stuck. Logan, Good song. The dog tent. I'm Excuse sorry. What? Dog content? Oh my dog god, tent? I thought you were talking about that. Like a tent? <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about in Big Time Break when they go into the cabana and Lightning had stolen everything. <laughs> I thought that was the dog tent you were talking about just now. Well, it, it is now forever. <laughs> No, I meant dog content, which is a thing I say a lot in my personal life. I also say cat tent. Anyway. Anyway, go listen to Stuck. I will post links to the music video that we talked about and the acoustic video that I watched. 
Uh, if you are interested, they're pretty good. Logan looks really good in the music video, so go appreciate him. <laughs> I believe next time we'll be back with a an episode episode. Like, we're going to yes. watch an episode of the show and then talk about it on an episode of the podcast, is what that meant. It's super <laughs> meta. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we do two songs back to back. No. Uh, we're recording Big Time Sparks next, so maybe that'll be next. Uh, we'll find out. Anyway, thanks <laughs> we'll for listening. You, uh, you can right. check us out at our website, and links to all of our social media are there. And Our I, logo was designed by Molly May. That's Molly with three Ys. No, three L's If you go to our Instagram, then Ys it's in our bio, Instagram. and then you can check out her yeah. instagram as well <laughs> um, i <laughs> i i have to go <laughs> my pants are cold bye bye girl my okay yep she sent you a nice little message all right <laughs> We can clap. Wait, Ready? where did she put what? it? Yep. Huh? <laughs> I was in the wrong... <laughs> okay. All right. Three, two, one. She didn't like that. I'm sorry, Opal. <laughs> <laughs>